Hello and welcome to Ask the Ed number 15, The Late Show, back after a winter break. Well, it was a break for you lot. For me, it was like being a carer as my parents are at the age now where you have to say everything 20 times before it sinks in. You can't leave them alone in the kitchen to make themselves a cup of safely or they manage to blow all the electrics or set off the fire alarms. They go to the corner shop and you have to send out search parties to find them, even though the shop is literally just across the road. That's not to even mention the time they got mixed up with a tourist party and ended up touring a gold jewellery manufacturer with a bunch of Russian tourists. Thankfully, the mistake was realised by the guide when someone at the manufacturers tried to sell some of the jewellery to them and my dad had a panic attack at the thought of spending money. They should have known better than to try getting money from my dad. He is so tight he took a screwdriver back to the pound shop because he had only had it for six months before it broke. God, I think I need a holiday to recover from this holidays. Anyway, let's start with a Liverpool question from King Carlos who asks, Have you read the book The Damn United? If so, what do you think of it? If not, please read it and let me know what you think of it. Thanks, KC. Well, I haven't really got time to read it during the uh, podcast recording, but I'll look into it because I haven't read it yet. I did see the film, but I wasn't that impressed. Why is it you asked about it? Is there like a particular reason for reading the book? It's not something I can see the relevance in. It's just fantasy. It's not even true, really. Another question from the Liverpool site, this time from Lamborghini i9i. After being a member of the site for a while and a big fan of the podcast, I have to say your insight for the game and tactics are remarkable. Have you ever been involved with coaching at any teams? I feel you could certainly make something of it. No, I've never got involved in coaching. The badges are so expensive to take in England and I never did it. However, it is one thing being able to analyse things and see the tactics, movements and the like, and a complete other to be able to coach players. Just like being able to play well doesn't necessarily make someone able to offer insight into the game or coach themselves i would have loved to have gone into coaching though but wouldn't we all next is a question from tiny tim off the celtic site who asks why is the three or four rows of empty seats behind goals at europa league games now i have to admit i had to look into this as i hadn't noticed it because it's only at some games that it happens and it is apparently because uefa advertising hoardings are bigger than the standard ones and the front few rows would not be able to see over them, so those seats are unable to be sold. Madness, but it is for UEFA. Now to an Everton question from Jack Carter, and he asks, where do you think Everton FC will finish in the Premier League, and will we win a cup? Uh, Mid-table finish, and no to a cup. The fact that Brands is still there is a negative, but replacing Silva with Ancelotti is a positive in the short term. Might not be so positive long term when Carlos' son is doing the fitness work and reduced them well let's put it this way previous players have said things along the lines of my kid gets better training in his school PE lessons another equally derogatory remarks about his fitness work the Bayern squad used to go to a local public park to do a training session of their own after they left training under Ancelotti because they felt the training wasn't pushing them hard enough so Everton players might well be overawed by Carlo enough not to not notice initially, but over time, unless the son has woken up to the fact that his methods are the problem, there will be issues. True Red Devil from the Manchester United site asks what has happened to Deli Ali? Well, it was simple really, he was badly managed. Pochettino is too weak and Ali needed stronger management at the time. That is why his game improved when Jose arrived. Just being an arm around the shoulder kind of coach works for some players in the short term, but we all need discipline as well as love. Self-discipline can work for a very small number, a tiny fraction of people, but they tend to be obsessives like Ronaldo. 
the rest of us need someone to kick us up the backside and wake us up or something in life like being sold to a lesser team or dropped to give us the boot up the backside and drive we need. Ali is clearly at the point where he needs booting. He needs reminding that it's a shortcut in his in and his is in danger of petering out early. Right now back to Liverpool poster and this time it's Roro8092 who asks Alright Ed mate, my question is about indirect free kicks. Have they been taken out of the game now? I remember they used to happen a lot in games but now don't never really see them. Thanks mate. They are still there in the laws of the game and they are still given. You probably just haven't noticed them. For starters, offside is an indirect free kick and there are usually a fair few of those given in each match. Now on to Kings from the Liverpool site, who asks, Not Liverpool related, I know, but what do you make of Brendan Rodgers and how he's doing at Leicester? Do you see his improved or will his ego come out of hiding any time soon? Well, he is doing well, but it is easy to, it is early, I mean, and he has had no challenges to overcome yet. Though right now he's in the middle of a sticky patch. It is only when it is only when a team has a difficult patch like this that you actually find out how good the manager is. So it's now we'll see whether he's learnt anything. As for his ego, he has been trying to claim credit for Liverpool's success in the club. So no, his ego has never been hidden. It's a wonder he can get his head through a doorway. Another Liverpool poster, Silverhead, asks. What a time to be a footy fan. I'm loving the ride and enjoying the moment, but a question for the future and some of it tongue-in-cheek. Is the current Liverpool side in danger of a cliff edge in a few years' time? One of the great strengths of this current team is that it is very stable and the squad has been maturing together for a few years. Ed too keeps telling us about new signings not being viable because true world-class players won't want to come to sit on the bench and rightly so but our current true world-class players are all 27-28 Van Dijk, Mane, Salah, Alisson, Bobby and Kleine I think that was the tongue-in-cheek bit they'll presumably go grow old together and have similar contracts in place if we can't gradually replace by evolution we'll be in a situation of taking whoever is available in the 2025 window how on earth will the club manage this over the longer term <laughs> well, well, players age at different rates and so that shouldn't be a problem. Certainly keepers usually only peak in their 30s, so Alisson should have plenty of time left. I would expect someone like Minamino to push one of Mane or Salah aside long before it's too late. Players like Lallana will be replaced by younger players. There's people like Curtis Jones who should then be brought on to be hopefully the peak world-class players when the likes of Firmino are getting in need of replacing. It should be fine, just as long as no one takes their eye off the ball and settles for what we have. Something Klopp certainly shown signs of not doing. He always wants to be better, and hence the arrival of Minamino, even when we don't look like we need a signing. A nice change now with an Arsenal question, though it is a bit dated. A bit like Arsenal themselves, I think. But Gavster wants to know. I was just wondering if there was any available manager that could stop this 180-degree decline that was formerly known as Arsenal actually coming in to replace this fraud of what we call a manager before Christmas. My opinion is no, as we love to save money at Arsenal and we'll hold off till next season. Thoughts? Well, you did get that new manager you wanted. It has to be better than Emery, but only time will tell if Arteta is the answer. I remain to be convinced he has any more idea about defensive coaching than Emery. There's certainly been no signs of it so far, and I can't see the leader learn anything under Guardiola that would be suited to what Arsenal needs. I mean, you know, they needed someone who could coach a defence. Pep Guardiola's shown no signs of being able to do that, so why do you bring in Arteta? Seems an odd choice, but, well, time will tell, and maybe he'll turn out to be a genius himself. Who knows? Right, now to the Man United site, and two Red Devils' question is, Declan Rice or Ruben Neves? 
Who do you rate more? Who amongst these two is ready to take a step up to a top club? Well, personally, I like both players, but they have completely different roles in the team. Neves is a much better playmaker, but Rice is much better at breaking up play. The two would make a good combination in central midfield, I think. Both are ready for a step up, in my opinion. I'm not sure there are many places Neves could step up to right now. Wolves are already playing in Europe regularly and with ambition to be in the Champions League, so maybe he needs to stay where he is and get his form back rather than move on. Alright, back to a Liverpool question now from Warren1968. Hi Edwan, what do the local fans think about our owners now? A couple of years ago there was a group that wanted them out. Are they still around or have they gone away? If they are still going, who would they like to take us over? As not being from Liverpool, it would be nice to hear what the local fans say about FSG. Thanks for your time. Well, there will always be a group of fans that will not accept any owners other than the fan group owning the club. I think most people would actually prefer that clubs were owned that way, but sadly that is a pipe dream in the modern era, unfortunately. I mean, you know, if we had a choice, wouldn't we all love to have a piece of the club in our hands rather than it being owned by a corporation, but... Yeah, it's not going to happen, is it? But anyway, that group of fans are mostly quiet while things are going well, such as now. But they are always waiting for a chance to stand up and protest against FSG. To be fair to them, FSG have not helped themselves with a lot of the things they have done. They did not really understand the club when they came in. They thought of it like a franchise that was theirs to do with as they wish. They tried to bully fans and that did not go down well. So they have put themselves in a situation where some of those fans will not forgive them for those actions. So long as FSG do the right thing, no one, not even the fans that hate them, will be a problem. So they are good for keeping FSG in line, they've helped them realise that the fans are the key. It's actually been a positive that FSG came in and got everything so badly wrong early on, as they have learnt lessons, and that is in large part thanks to those fans who stood against them. So it wouldn't be too hard on either party, as both want the club to be successful, and it looks like they're going to have to, you know, I mean at the moment, you can't really complain, can you? Right, another question that hasn't aged well, this time from the Everton site, where Liver 54 man asks, when is Benitez coming in? I'll maybe try asking this again next season when Carlos Son has got them trained to the level he wants and performances dip. Right, now a question from Chelsea, a Chelsea question, even from Celery King is, Ed, any truth in the rumour that we're interested in Youssef Atal, a 23-year-old wing-back, right-back? Simple answer is yes, Chelsea are interested, though I don't know or think, I probably don't, to be honest, I don't think they'll move for him this window. Reese James has probably saved them the bother of buying anyone for that position. Right, Wolves question now from Pear Bear. Will Nuno leave Wolves? Well, he will eventually, but it's very unlikely we'll leave before the end of this season. I mean, I can't see it. Who's he going to go to that's going to give him a better chance of success than Wolves right now? It's a special one from the Liverpool site. That's a different, difficult question. So who do you think was the better player? Del Piero or Totti? Hmm. Well, that is a tough question. I have to admit, I've never really given it any thought before. They did fulfil similar roles, but Del Piero had most of his career anyway. A much better team around him, making him look better. Would Juve, Juve have had as much success with Totti in the team? In my opinion, I think they would. However, I'm not sure they would have had any more success, which would put them on a par, except that if you reverse it, I'm sure Roma would not have had the success they did have with Del Piero rather than Totti in the team. Totti just seemed to want it more than Del Piero. I don't think there is anything much between them in ability, but Totti always seemed to be more of a team player, so I'll have to plump for him. Just. 
even if only because me ma loved Totty, only because she liked to wear a shirt of his name on the back, though it would have taken a lot more than the name on the back of a shirt to actually make it Totty. Back to the Man United site and to Red Devil, and he wants to know, is Jose what Spears need now? Uh, no, I don't think he is. Not the Jose of now, anyway. He's been left behind by modern football. I think M- M- Spears, even, missed the trick not going and getting Setien rather than leaving him for Barca to pick up. They needed a coach to play football which excites the crowds and gets them back behind them. Jose plays diabolical football which involves encouraging players to cheat to extremes while defending deep and hitting it long. It does not suit Spears, it's not the Spears way. Managers should should suit the club, they are weird, like Klopp in Liverpool or Wilder in Sheffield United or Burnley in Dice, I suppose is another one. That's the key to the success, not just them being good coaches. Now another Everton site question, and this time it's from BR 2019-20. to Right, with all the managerial upheaval in the Premiership and the likelihood of more managers going this season, who do you think are the up-and-coming managers in the Championship who could cut it in the Premiership? Um, well, I'm not sure there are any ready yet in the Championship. Brentford's manager, um, Thomas Franks, looks about the closest. But Brentford are very well prepared as a club to make it easy for him to look to progress. Um... While the Cowleys get results, the more I see of their football, the less I want to see them in the Prem. It is not good to watch. It is, no, it's not likeable. Um, Bielsa is clearly good enough to cut it in the Prem. In fact, he would be better suited to it, but the Leeds manager is hardly up and coming, so I'm not sure I can count him. Right, Silverhead from the Liverpool site has a different question. He asks, why can't Kyle Walker play centre-half? Well, he probably could, but he would be all over the place because his biggest weakness is his reading of the game and football intelligence. You watch Walker and his positional sense is absolutely non-existent. He is so rash with his challenges that you really want, wouldn't want to trust him to be the last man at all. He wouldn't get away with 500 blatant yellow card weirdy fouls for picking up a warning from the referee either, unlike Fernandinho. It would be... It would be risking a red card every time the opposition attack. You would have to be a complete moron with no idea about the game or completely desperate and lacking any other options whatsoever to put Walker at centre-half. Another Liverpool question now is from Rowan A9 and he asks, Ed one, what would be your opinion on Gerrard taking over after Klopp? Taking into consideration how his player power, e.g. dislike for a particular youth player meant they'd never make it. Personally, I'd like to see Linders, your thoughts. Well, I would like to think he would he would have learnt since then and would see things from a complete, completely different point of view. He might well even have an edge when it comes to dealing with a player who's a bit too big for his boots. On the other hand, he might not have realised that a big part of the problem at Liverpool while he was playing was the power given to players involving him and Carragher in decisions was utterly ridiculous. Liverpool could have ended up with Alan Kirby as manager rather than Rafa Benitez if he and Carragher had their way. The thing is, Gerard does have a he- huge ego, as do pretty much every s- successful sportsman, but one that probably would not allow too much interference from others in the decisions he makes. So it might not be an issue, to be honest, as a manager does need to be the top man. But he's got to be willing to listen to advice, even if he decides against taking it in the end. Um, to be honest, I'm hoping by the time that Klopp leaves, I- I, you know, that we'll have a much better idea of how good, bad or indifferent a manager Gerard is and so can rule him in or out completely, one way or the other by then. The last question is from King Carlos of the Liverpool site, and he says, Ed one, King Carlos has made some blunders in life, but none as bad as Napoli replacing Ancelotti with Gattuso as the club's new head coach. What's your take on this decision? 
I've got to say, I'm not sure why you think it's such a big blunder. She's much of a muchness to me. Ancelotti has done as a coach. His insistence on his inept son working with them is ruining any chance of a team progressing under him. He was taking Napoli backwards at a vast rate of knots and there was no chance of him fixing the problems as he refuses to sack his son. Gattuso will at worst just carry on the job Ancelotti started. So yeah, they probably should have chosen someone better, but it's hardly the biggest blunder as it started with the correct decision, sacking Carlo. Ancelotti is a nice guy, but his day is done. Right, so there we have it. Ask the head back with a well, more of a quiet whimper in the corner than a bang, but it is back. So keep your questions coming in, please. Hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know it's very belated, but uh, anyway, best of, best of luck to you all and bye-bye.